We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Oh, there is almost no limit to the hypocrisy of the uh, liberal left. Is there hypocrisy on the right? Of course there is. Can Christians be hypocritical? Of course they are. But the uh, <laughs> the liberal left are experts. I mean, they, they uh, the right and conservatives, they're amateurs when it comes to hypocrisy. The uh, the liberal left has advanced degrees in hypocrisy, as demonstrated by this major article in the Atlantic magazine from Peter Weiner. Yes, he is a senior fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center. So if you're a senior fellow at an ethics center, well, of course, you can condemn other people, call them names, judge them, and feel self-righteous about it, which is exactly what this Peter Weiner is doing. Now, again, I don't want to give you the impression that I'm an apologist for Donald Trump Jr. I'm not, but I am an apologist for truth and fairness. And ne- neither one are virtues of the uh, liberal left. So if you were listening before the break, I hope you were because I don't have time to go back over this. Peter Weiner calls Donald Trump Jr. to task because Donald Trump Jr. rejects Jesus. He doesn't believe in the teachings of Jesus. He has rejected Jesus. Why? Well, because in a speech at Turning Point USA a few weeks ago, Donald Trump Jr. said, uh, Okay, we've been playing t-ball for half a century while they're playing hardball, the left. Right. We've turned the other cheek, and I understand sort of the biblical reference. I understand the mentality, but it's gotten us nothing, okay? It's gotten us nothing while we've ceded ground in every major institution in our country. All right, Donald Trump Jr., not a smart thing to say, not a wise thing to say, kind of a dumb thing to say, but I have two major problems with Mr. Weiner and his article. Number one, the gross hypocrisy. I've already read to you the first paragraph, the entire first paragraph of this article is composed of calling Donald Trump Jr. names, impugning his character, his integrity, and judging him. Hmm. I think Jesus had some things to say about judging others, too, right? So, right off the bat, this Peter Weiner absolutely violates the teachings of Jesus 
in order to condemn Donald Trump Jr. for violating the teachings of Jesus. You, you, can, you can only get away with that if you're on the far liberal left. I mean, talk, talk about gross, gross, gross hypocrisy. That's number one. And then number two, the concept of the two kingdoms. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know where I'm headed here. If not, please listen, because this is really, really important. I haven't been over this for a long time. There is a concept in Scripture that I call the two kingdoms. All right? I believe it's biblical, and it's not original with me, but it's the concept of two kingdoms. And here's what I mean by that. If you are a Christ follower, if you are a Christian, if you are a born-again believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, you are a citizen of two kingdoms. You are a citizen of a physical, material, political kingdom. If you're an American, that is your literal, political, physical kingdom. You are a citizen of America. And if you're a citizen of America, you are bound by the rules, the laws, the regulations of the United States of America. And ultimately, the ultimate authority is the Constitution. But then you have state laws, you have local laws, etc., etc., etc. You have allegiance to that kingdom, if you will. And you are obligated to live under the laws, the rules, the regulations of that political, literal, physical kingdom. However, you are also a citizen of a heavenly kingdom. The leader, the head of that kingdom, is Jesus Christ. He is King of kings and Lord of lords, and the ultimate authority is the Bible, the Word of God. Now, you are under obligation to the laws, the rules, the regulations of that heavenly kingdom. Now, most times, those two kingdoms are complementary, particularly if you're an American. If you were living in a communist country, there would be a lot of contradiction between the two kingdoms, the heavenly kingdom, the earthly kingdom. But here in America, well, until recently... Usually those two kingdoms are complementary, and we don't have to make a choice between the two. However, when it comes to these two kingdoms, the commandments, the instructions given to those two kingdoms often are not the same. Let me illustrate. The Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes— That's the constitution and bylaws of the kingdom of God. This is how one individual is to treat another individual. We're to pray for our enemies. We're to be kind for our enemies. We're to turn the other cheek. We are not to resist. We are not to fight back. The entire New Testament has principles for the kingdom of God that followers of Jesus Christ are to follow in our relationship to other individuals, particularly other Christians. We're for, well, okay, I'm not going to get into that. All right. On the other hand, 
The Sermon on the Mount was never intended for civil government. Never. There is nothing in Scripture that tells civil government, whether that's the United States of America or Columbus, Ohio or Westerville, Ohio, or any other civil government, there is nowhere in Scripture that tells the United States of America to turn the other cheek. It doesn't. In fact, if you read Romans chapter 13, one of the reasons why God established civil government was to execute vengeance and judgment upon evil doers. In fact, it says you can bear the sword. It is okay for a civil government to defend itself against enemies. There is the whole just war doctrine that has been debated for many, many centuries. But here's the point. Liberals try to mix the two kingdoms. They try their best to take the teachings of Jesus that were given to individuals, instructing them how to deal with other individuals, and apply that to civil government. It doesn't work. It is a misapplication of Scripture. It is a perversion of Scripture. Now, Donald Trump Jr., I think he was very unwise in saying, I know we're supposed to turn the other cheek, but we haven't gotten anywhere with that. I think he was very unwise to say that because most people don't understand this principle of the two kingdoms. But that turn the other cheek does not apply to civil government. And I don't think it applies to a political party. Now, and, and I, I realize some of you are going to say, now, Bob, you don't. Okay, you can take that to an extreme. I understand that. And if we are a child of God, if we are a Christian, we are always bound by Christ-like commands as individuals. We can't get away from that. And we can't just say, well, I'm a politician, so I don't care what Jesus says. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying Peter Wehner here, the contributing writer of The Atlantic, and he may be a senior fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center, he has no clue about how the teachings of Jesus impact government. He doesn't have a clue. And so he is more than willing to use the teachings of Jesus for his own political purposes. He can violate the teachings of Jesus the way he talks about Donald Trump Jr. and then condemn Donald Trump Jr. for not following the teachings of Jesus. A gross hypocrite, number one, and number two, absolutely ignorant of that whole important principle of the two kingdoms. It's important that we keep all of those things in balance. It's extremely important that we keep those things in balance. Have thoughts? Agree? Disagree? 877-BOB-LIVE.
talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, let me uh, let me just finish my comments on this whole two kingdom thing. It is absolutely essential that you understand that principle as you interpret the word of God for your life and how the word of God relates to government, individuals, and so forth. When I say that the Beatitudes do not apply to civil government, people get all bent out of shape. I've received some, I wouldn't say nasty, but some angry emails. The teachings of Jesus apply to everything. Well, yes and no. Let me let me illustrate with a purely hypothetical situation, but a very truthful situation. Let's say we have a judge uh, in a courthouse in Columbus, Ohio. All right, a judge on the bench, and uh, this judge is a Christian. She is a devout follower of Jesus Christ. She loves Jesus with all of her heart. She spends every single day in the Word of God. Wouldn't it be great to have a judge like that? Wouldn't that be wonderful? And so, because she loves Jesus and she loves the Word of God, she is determined to apply the principles of the Sermon on the Mount the principles of the Beatitudes to every single person who appears before her in court. <clears throat> do you just see where I'm headed? Here's an individual who viciously attacked his neighbor unprovoked. Put him in the hospital. I mean, viciously attacked the neighbor because no provocation whatsoever. That individual appears before the judge. She's been reading scripture that morning, and she read where Jesus said, turn the other cheek. And so she says to the offending person who viciously attacked his neighbor unprovoked, he says, uh, well, I'm not going to do, she says, I, I am not going to sentence you or make any judgment today until your neighbor gets out of the hospital. And as soon as your neighbor has recovered enough to get out of the hospital, I'm going to have your neighbor come, and I am going to instruct your neighbor to turn the other cheek so you can beat him senseless once again, because that's what Jesus said to do. You say, Bob, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yes, it is. But it is no more ridiculous than trying to apply many of the principles of the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes to civil government. If we applied the principles of the Beatitudes, we never would have been involved in World War I. We never would have been involved in World War II. For that matter, we never would have been involved in the Civil War. We never would have been involved in the American Revolution. As a government, we would have said, well, the Bible tells us to turn the other cheek. The Japanese bombed us. The uh, Germans want to take over. Well, we'll just 
<clears throat> we'll just let them do it. That is not a biblical principle. Not all war is just. And if you want a fascinating study, do a little internet search on the theological principle of just war. It really is a fascinating principle, takes into account the Old Testament, Israel's command to attack their neighbors and so forth. How does that apply to the New Testament? How does that apply to Romans chapter 13? It's a fascinating study. But let me just end what I wanted to say about the two kingdoms principle by simply saying, if you're a Christian, you're a member of two kingdoms You have allegiance, a dual allegiance, a dual citizenship. If there is ever a contradiction or a conflict between the two kingdoms, your first allegiance is your heavenly kingdom. Your first allegiance is not to the United States of America. And I say that as a proud red, white, and blue patriotic American, but my first allegiance is to Jesus Christ and his kingdom. When I am dealing with another individual, I need to go to the Beatitudes. I need to reread the Sermon on the Mount to give me instructions as to how I, as one individual, are to respond to another individual. Kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, prayer, etc., etc., etc. That is what Jesus has called me as an individual to do. That's not what God has called civil government to do, however. We need to understand the balance between the two. Hey, thanks so very, very much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern. discern.